Welcome to episode number three of the True Skeptic Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Ankesign, and today, via popular request, we are defining the difference between a harmless, interesting, thought-provoking conspiracy theory versus the real, dark, nitty-gritty, sometimes dangerous conspiracy theory. Today, we discuss the Mandela Effect. We discuss the birds aren't real, they're actually government drone conspiracy. We discuss the Holocaust denial conspiracy and much more. Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to episode number three in the True Skeptic Podcast. This is Josh Ankstein, your host. And as always, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Coach Adam. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, before we get into anything, I want to touch base and see how how's podcasting going for you so far. Well, Josh has been a life changer. Has it been? Let me get the camera on you because I'm I'm a rook. Oh, nice. Uh, yes, I mean the the number of people have asked for autographs now. Oh uh, yeah. I walk down the hallway and kids are like, "Hey, Coach Adams, can I can I go to the bathroom? You mind sign this hall pass?" I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead. absolutely." You know. That that being said, is it? Are you really getting reproached? Like, are people listening? Yes, the, uh, the people are listening. All, all, all kidding aside, uh, hearing back from from. Old students, you know, that are off in college now, uh, those that are past college, but you know, have heard through the through you know, little chain chain of events, you know, chain of people that I'm doing a podcast now. I'm co-hosting with a former student, and they second question is always like, "How do you spell his last name?" You know, you know <laughs> who's who's the who's the people that don't know my la- don't know me? Well, the the people who are like in school or. Graduated like two years. Uh, oh, five, I forget five, how, six years. I forget how you forget old how I old am. you are. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, and you just you just aged me for how long I've been in the classroom. Thanks, right. Buddy. I'm like, uh, like who doesn't know me? Like how eager to school with me? Okay, cool. I, then that makes sense. Just the demographics. Well, and and me asking that, I just want to say how thankful I am for all y'all for the feedback and the loyalty. You're. If it's for him or for me, whatever, I just, it means a lot. Because right now, I sent you the numbers. What? Yes. To be in the top 50% of podcast in first all of podcasts yeah. in the first seven to 10 days is averaging 28 downloads. We surpassed that by a long shot. I think we're at 164 within the first 10 days. That's fun. That's yeah. awesome. That, very awesome. We're going to have a... Di- uh, we're going to try new things. We're not going to, you know, change too dr- drastically. But like I said in the first episodes, we're going to have break like deep down breakdowns like his uh, Wizard of Oz Beneath the Yellow Brick Road series. Um, I have a series coming up that's going to be more drawn out and longer. And then we're going to have more conversational discussions like this one. This one yeah, we're going to yeah. either way is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. This one. This one came upon request. A couple of people actually wanted me to discuss certain things. And a lot of times when, when people are reaching out, especially if they're not in the realm of conspiracy, they like to request silly things. And yeah. they're like, oh, do this. Like and dinosaurs aren't real. Or uh, had someone, which we'll, we'll discuss today, and birds aren't real theory. Yeah. And, and we'll go into more detail. But I just want to break down before we get too deep into those I want to let you know where I stand and what separates me from them. 
so I'd separate those conspiracies with the ones that can drastically change the world and society as a whole. Mm-hmm. So those are fun and entertaining to think and, and wrap your head around like the Mandela effect or, you know, the Illuminati, which that yes. one's, I think that one's right on the fence, but like the moon landing or the government lying to you or MK ultra or operation Northwoods, operation mockingbird, go down the list. Those I separate in a different category. But I like to entertain them all. Yes. Where do you stand? Uh, it it all depends on you know kind of the the nature of the intent. Okay. Uh, intent of in, intent of what of what 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 you're questioning. Mm-hmm. All right. Two. What's what's the motive behind? All right. What if I'm? What do I get if I, if this conspiracy is exposed? All right. Is it notoriety? Is it knowledge? Is it uh, you know? Is it another another idea? Or I mean, or sorry, or is it money? Uh, what happens if I'm right? And then what happens if I'm wrong? See that you bring up a question that you can ask any conspiracy theorist. Right. Why are you in a conspiracy theory? What are you trying? Like what? What is the end, end game? Like say you're right. Every conspiracy that you're I can't say that, but you're in, you know, you're mm-hmm. in it. Like, what if you're right? Okay, what's going to happen? Like, what now? Like, cool, you get, everybody gets a high five. Oh, I knew you Oh, yeah, I thought you were crazy, but oh, I guess we're wrong. Like, what's the, what's the point? Like, why are so many people into conspiracies? I, I think it's the idea of being able to, uh, it's, it's probably the same reason, honestly, as to why, why people are fascinated by true crime. Uh, it's that's a good relationship. Yeah, it's a it, good. It's the idea of being able to solve something, uh, to you know, get to that endpoint, that knowledge that be a I know. Detective. I know what you don't know. This is what I would do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think that that part of it is. I mean, it it, it certainly is part of the fascination. I mean, for me, for me, uh, that's you know, a what, very good analogy, and I I totally agree. Yeah. Like yeah. Without a doubt, I'm a. Uh, that being said, we will discuss the serious ones, the, yes. especially the ones I'm passionate about. But tonight, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about the fun ones. And some some aren't fun. Don't don't tie me to that because I messed up on the intro here. And I, tied the, I was like, we're going to get into like the fun conspiracy theories, like the birds aren't real, the Holocaust denial. Doing, yeah. yeah. Tying fun in the Holocaust probably my, isn't a good Yeah, bit. my mouth dropped. <laughs> you know, I... Anything that's like even scripted or like the call to action statements or the intros, how how much do I struggle with those? Like I'm so bad. He's over here looking at me trying no, to do no, it sixteen no, what times. I'm, what I'm looking at, what I'm looking at is that as you're talking about call to action, all right, and you know the idea that things are fixed and rigged. As you are wearing a shirt with Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan, how sick is on it, right? the basis of of Hulkamania and, Re- and WrestleMania six. All right. Because if you want to talk conspiracy, let's go back to the eighties and let's talk about is pro wrestling real. <laughs> I've never, look, I have a Ric Flair shirt. That's awesome. I've got that. The Ric Flair one's the first one I ever bought. I've got a Ric Flair shirt. I've got, um, Randy macho man, savage. I've got this one and I'm getting an ultimate warrior shirt too. It's in the mail. But I've never watched wrestling. Really? Ever. Oh, dude. Everyone's like, how? Like, you have all the shirts. Like, there's six shirts. All right. I, I want 
I want some Roddy Piper socks. Now I, I have all but like tonight I don't. You rock six, six socks? Are you a sock guy? Oh yeah, I, I got last week uh, for the for the uh, Wizard of Oz. You know the first episode of that or the first installment. Uh, I was wearing my Reagan socks. Your Reagan socks. Yeah, I, was, I have some Ronald Reagan socks. I got. Uh, I have some Lincoln socks, JFK socks. Nice. Uh, You're not the first person to come Hamilton. on one of my podcasts that had a sock thing. Yeah, I, the, I, I, ironically. Shout out to the King Millennial. Ironically, all, all the present socks I have, are all, they've all been shot. Uh, That's Or shot at. Or shot at, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, someone asked me if, I, I mean, the JFK socks, they, they have a hole in them. I was like, oh, that's wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> kind of funny, though. Yeah, if you like morbid humor. That being said, before we get yes. off, before we get into the nitty gritty, dang it, I lost it. We're talking about pro wrestling. No, it was the president's thing. No, oh, the socks. Oh, yeah, assassinations. Yeah, when they all got shot at, you never see it anymore. Do you think it's a understanding of society, mental health, and just upgraded security, or do you think that they came to terms? Because I don't think. A whack job kills a president out of thing out of the, out of the willy nilly because they don't agree with with their beliefs. Paid actors, maybe who knows? But do you think maybe now they realize that it's not practical to eliminate, not kill, eliminate a person physically rather than assassinate their character? No. No what? No. Do do I think that like that's the new form of assassination? You talking about, uh, talking about like uh, kill them through the media? Yeah. I, I never. I, honestly, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's. I covered it on a pod. Like, if you're ALP, you've heard me cover it before. But that's I mean, that, my that's, theory. That's, that's very interesting. But uh, do I think that that the that tr- the trend of you know, harming or whatever uh, or assassination is, is going to stop? When's the uh, last time a, a major politician has been assassinated? Assassinated, or even threatened to be assassinated? Uh, Reagan was Reagan was shot at. So I mean, exactly. Someone, That's what I'm saying. But I mean, someone threw a shoe at at uh, at W. Bush. Remember when he dodged the shoe? He the interview? probably deserved it. Uh, I mean, but I mean, but that's that's going to be a argue. shoe. It was a shoe. I mean, I'm but that, that but good point you brought him up because I think that's he's on the cusp of the the, the change. Kind of like how I said my class is like the last generation of like the non-millennial millennials. Well, I would not. I would not say that he's on the cusp of the change. I, I would think the change happened before him. And and if, if you don't Techno- technologically, okay. And I'm, I'm talking about uh, you take Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. Of course, when we talk about conspiracy theories, at some point in time, I mean the the picture of of JFK and, and Jackie is in the you know in the the our poster here for the for the podcast. Uh, Kennedy was known. I mean, it his extramarital uh, affairs. affairs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Didn't I, he have like a secret like door or wing for the, to sneak them in and out? I, I don't think he had to sneak them. I mean, it, it was it was pretty widely known, except for like to the American public. Uh, that was not considered the public's business. Like the private life of the president was not the 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 business of the Ameri- of America because they they had the image to uphold right uh, but you you go thirty years 
in the future. Uh, yeah, not the that, that sounded awful. Okay, no, go, I know where you're going. But, but I'm, flat, go, I'm thinking of today's society. But go, you go 30 years. Oh, uh, that is one thing that Bill Clinton is known for, right? You know the wait, what? Uh, Bill Clinton? I, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that became, but it went from being not America's business to That's, that action being an impeachable offense. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. But to be fair, it was in the Oval Office. How did okay, I mean, so, so, I mean, so location matters? Okay, so hold on. I just I just had a thought. So that's a good point. I'm not I'm not hijacking no, no, your no, no, story. No, because no, I'm gonna piggyback off that. So how did they get caught? Because look at all the, the nuance and stuff that goes on in politics, right? And the stuff that they clearly like now they they'll openly on camera admit something and a month later be like, yeah, that's a terrible idea. Like sometimes I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone. I'm like, do you, do you not like, am I the only one that remembers that they said the exact opposite lie? And then no one calls them out on it and they just go on. Or the fact that they're, they're public servants and their, their, their income is public knowledge yet their, their wealth increased by X amount of million per year. No one asks questions. That, that's where I'm coming at. How did they get caught? Because that that could easily be covered up as well. Because I'm I'm almost 100 percent positive that Monica Lewinsky wasn't the only affair ever. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying. So I, what separated that from all the other things? Uh, again, I, now going back to your original point, you know, can you what was my original? Uh, can you assassinate someone through uh, oh, assassinating via, the character? Exactly. Which I think that's where Watergate and Nixon kind of flipped everything. Because if you if you know, like after Watergate, which is that the first time that and yes, and briefly, real quick, for people that they understand the the gap, grasp of it, but sum up. But Watergate. the, the u- using of uh, wiretapping the Democratic National Headquarters in order to gain gain information to secure victory in the election, 2016. Sorry. Well. After Watergate was exposed, right? All right, and uh, the cover-up was exposed, and then the distrust in government. I mean, which you had what was called the imperial presidency. Yeah, all right. An idea popped up. Every every president since Nixon has been a skit on Saturday Night Live. Fair. I mean, and uh, with the exception of political cartoons. The presidency satirical. That, you're saying yes. What that that was, you know, on paper cartoons. That that was one person's opinion. But now on when you have Saturday Night Live skits, it's broadcasted for humor, and so your character is always exposed in, in whatever in whatever capacity, regardless if they like you or don't like you. Right, but that's more of a of a satirical rather than person. But before uh, I said an idea, yeah. So it's safe to say that maybe, just maybe, the FBI is a little bit corrupt or a little bit whatever. Who is in power? Who is in power each side, with? Nixon, when he got in trouble, who was leading the part, the branches at the time? Do you know? Uh, I mean, to prosecute and then push it forward for it to take its place. As far as congressional power. Uh, I don't know how to look that up. Versus 
2016, the FISA documents, where they wire ta- were wiretapping the Trump well, campaign. Well, all right. Well, you look at. Well, I I do know 1992. You had the uh, the contract with that's America. Clinton, right? Yes, that that's contract with America, which you had a Republican Republican controlled Congress. I'm interested to yeah. see. I want to see that, if that, that one might I do play into effect. On my, I'm, I'm tying it all together. Basically, like, what's the difference? And I'm saying maybe that's it. And, and again, now you're going back to the, the question: Are right, who's to gain? Exactly. Who's to gain if if right. what I am suggesting is a cover up, or so is correct? Mm-hmm. Who is to lose? Y'all got to, y'all got to physically see how my brain works because that's how, that's basically I was trying to figure out genuinely like what separates that from that, but. Moving on from that, let's get into the nitty-gritty, because I know you probably don't know much about this one. This is a popped up out of nowhere, and I have an actual theory about this, and I usually don't have theories about conspiracies. I'll just let you make up your mind, but this one is entertaining and fun to think about. So the Mandela effect, what do you know about it? Uh, I, I've, I've heard of it. I've... Any idea? Any idea? Uh, Thing is, if I, I'm, I'm not going to even make an educated guess to try to describe it. Because... You know who Nelson Mandela is? Oh, yes, I do know. Okay. So, in a nutshell, let me read Let me read the de- uh, the Wikipedia definition. Okay, so, you, so you're asking me, and you can read Wikipedia. Well, I know what it is. Okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you what, I'll read the I'm not challenging, but <laughs> I'll read you, the, you're the official, me, and then I'm going to, okay. I know what it is, but I'm going to read, read the official one after I. You're like one of my students in class, you know. <laughs> I'm going to read. I'll, t- I'll tell you one second, let me just check Google real quick. I know what it is, but I. Let me tell you what I think it is, and then I'll read the official thing. <laughs> okay. All right. So Nelson Mandela, there's a large portion of um, the world that has distinct memory that he died in prison in the 80s. Okay. Yes. It, but he actually died, what, how many years ago? I don't know. He died six years ago. And if everyone was like, I remember him dying in prison in the 80s. Like, So it's a series of false memories. And I have examples. That's okay. my my. My definition of it. False memories. The official one is coined by the Fiona Boom in 2009 in reference to a false memory she had of South African leader Nelson Mandela, 1918 to 2013. That's when he died. Dying in the 80s than that other people reportedly shared. And there's a vast amount of people that shared that same memory. So now let's get into the examples of said Mandela effect. So the 53 Mandela effect examples that will make you question everything. So if you remember, if you, hold on, let me screen capture this bad boy. So if you remember Dorothy's famous line in the Wizard of Oz as Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. You would in fact be wrong. You're a master of this. Do you, do you ever have the memory of that or do you always knew it was that? The memory of, 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 if you have the memory that she says, Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. She actually dev- never says that, apparently. So it, you would, be, in fact, be wrong. And as barely noticeable as the discovery may feel in this very moment, you are actually not alone. The eerie ph- phenomenon where people collectively misremember events, historical facts, and other famous pop culture moments is called the Mandela Effect. It is what was named by paranormal researcher Fiona Boom, who wrongly recalled... Okay, we already read all that. Yeah, you did. Apparently, I'm trying to see... Did they not give me the example of what she actually says? Okay, so here's a, here's one. Can you see what I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... GIF... I'm going to 
get this off the screen. I distinctly remember Jiffy being Jiffy. Do you remember that at all? I, I remember Jeff. I, rem- I remember Peter Pan peanut butter. I remember that. Does yeah. that exist? Well, I I used to think uh, because I. I I saw Peter Pan. I saw the Disney movie, and Peter Pan did not have freckles. So I I actually told my mom that uh, that I'd never wanted to eat Peter Pan peanut butter because Peter Pan must have had chicken pox. You know why Peter Pan's always flying? Why? Because he never lands. <laughs> Beer all week. Sorry, that that jokes. It's bad. That's that's. So this doesn't this doesn't rain any jiffy um, jiffy no. Okay. All right. Go on. Uh, Looney Tunes. Do you remember it as anything? Uh, yeah, no. Let me keep scrolling until you yeah, remember yeah. any of these. Does this? We're, we're trying to. Do you remember him having a tail or no tail? No tail. Which one's which? The one with the tail has a tail. I know, but is this the wrong one or the right one? I think this is the right one. Is it sex in the city or and the city? This looks like an actual picture. Is and the city? Is it? I don't. I couldn't tell you on that one. Uh, Febreze. Does it have two e's or one e? Two. It only has one. Did the Chick Fil A? Does Chick Fil A have a K or just a C? I distinctly remember having just a C. But I'm 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 open. I'm hundred percent like not a big Chick Fil A person. So that one. But I do I do distinctly remember only having a C. But it has a K now. Oscar Mayer. Is it Oscar Mayer or Meyer? Uh, the one on the right, Mayer. Skechers. I don't see the difference. Having a T? I don't remember that no, one. No. Never had a T. Never had a T. Fruit Loops. Always uh, two O's. I don't remember. Wait. I thought it always had two O's. No, it's the fruit. Oh, you're talking about the fruit? Yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought it was F-R-O-O-T. Turkey leg. What is that? I don't remember that one. All right. So anyway, here's my theory. Here's where we go. Here's where we get into the nitty gritty. So are you familiar with the CERN Hydron Collider? No. You really not? No. Okay. I don't know what you just said. The CERN? Do you know who CERN is? No. Um, I think... CERN is doing some, it's going to be, they're opening up portals. That's on, that's on my, my thought. But anyway, the Hydron Collider is where the God particle came from. Uh-huh. They have a particle accelerator where they shoot atoms at each other and they try to re, they recreate the Big Bang yeah. in a man-made yeah. substance. It's completely safe. Like, th- like People are like, oh, they can create many black holes and all this other crazy stuff. Well, it creates such an immense amount of electromagnetic energy, like... So much that it it rivals the Earth's electromagnetic energy. Uh-huh. And theory, here's my theory, because they, they've just, not only did they fire it back up, they enlarged it. So it's more energy, bigger bang. So hear me out. I think, what if this being in existence creates so ch- so much electromagnetic energy that it's pulling tidbits of parallel universes into ours and it's changing little things they're mel- m- meshing together 
That's my my fringe theory. I always have a fringe. I have like a like a legitimate thought and like a fringe theory, and that's my fringe theory. So you believe that you believe in superheroes? No. But you don't believe in like the whole mutant gene, then? No. I don't. I do. Not that people can fly or anything like that, but, uh, I mean, okay, go. Let's go back to our past. Do you remember Coach Kerry Gleaton? Oh yeah, Gleaton. Yeah, I used to. I used to be enamored by his ability to throw a football very fast between his legs. Yeah, I was a long snapper. Do you know that? I remember that. I hated it. I mean, but like that's an ability that not everybody has. I mean. Whoever knew that that would be a you know a superhuman thing that I mean, I can throw a, a a ball fast backwards. No, I've never seen him do it. You thought it was a superhero that he could? Just... No, I'm not not just saying. I'm just saying that the idea, the you know, the concept that you know I can do this trait better than anybody else. That makes sense. I mean, that would be you know again like superhuman. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe maybe Josh. How do we get into superheroes? Maybe my mind is just. I, I use more a portion of my brain than others. Heroes. Okay, so are you trying to say? Are you trying to tell me that I'm a, I'm a Looney Tune for thinking that? No, I understand it's French. I, I mean, do I think you're a Looney Tune? Absolutely not. I mean, does your the fact? I'm still trying to get over the fact that you're wearing a pro wrestling shirt, <laughs> but you don't like you. You've never watched wrestling. I, I didn't. I mean, my goodness, I haven't. Kid. I haven't. No, but that. I don't. I don't necessarily believe that. But I, like I said, when I entertain things, I, I put myself there mentally. Okay. So I'm saying if, because the multiverse is becoming more of a hot topic and like a mainstream thing, I don't necessarily believe it. But it's inter- entertaining to think. Yeah. Because that was my thought, and then I watched uh, the Cloverfield paradox or something where they had. A, they had an energy shortage on Earth, so they had a, a particle accelerator in space that was going to generate energy. Well, they ended up, and this came out after my theory. It came, they surprised released it on Netflix after the Super Bowl or something. And I watched it, and based off of my, like, I got in the theoretical whatever, and like, I basically knew kind of things. I was filling in the blanks for my wife at the time. I was telling her, like, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Because I'll, they meant they meshed with another parallel universe and kind of getting back to like the Philadelphia experiment experiment where they, they were like binded with the ship and stuff that mm-hmm. happened. It was interesting. It was interesting. I mean, look, I look I, back in the eighties. I, I mean, I, I watched back to the future. I was like, man, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess, I mean, the I guess it's capacitor. I mean, that's- to, to, to wrap this one in a nutshell, what do you think? is the cause or how or why do you think there's so many people that share that, that false memory? Cause this is a big thing. Like a lot of people are like something will happen in their childhood that their mom used to do like the fruit of Lo- fruit of the loom logo. Did it ever have a, like a cornucopia thing on there? I, I distinctly remember them having what is it? Did I say that right? Yeah. Is that what did. that is? You did. That's the little pilgrim looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember having it on there. It never was on there. It was never a logo. And I'm like, I remember that being there. But like, 
how do they like where how, do you think it's just uh, subjective like i don't i don't get like how they people could share and be like passionate memories uh i mean it's an interesting thought as to how we're all connected uh I, and I, I i i was intentionally you know trying not to go you know, kind of to go serious but uh as you're bringing this up as far as like shared memory all right i'm a yeah, real quick, if you don't mind indulging me in something that I, I've done, I've done in class. Actually, I did in class earlier this uh, this week. All right, whenever you think about, I mean the the existence of slavery. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, if you were to imagine a uh, a slave male, all right. In your mind, just have a picture in your mind as as to what you know what he looks like. Okay. Okay. All right. Is he muscular? Yes. Athletic. I mean, very athletic build. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm not not to throw a wrench in your thing, but as soon as you said that, I thought of a Key and Peele skit. Okay. Yes. But there was, oh, I know, I know was polar opposite. Yes, I know yeah. But no, I the stereotypical build, okay. big black guy like uh, John Coffey from The Green Mile. Okay. Textbook. That's the what you're picturing? No. Oh. No, but that's what you are. Right. And or but, you're saying the majority of people do. Because it's the same it's the same uh, uh persona that Denzel Washington played in the movie Glory. That that character, I mean what John Coffey was in Green Mile. So you think it's like a social construct. Exactly. It it's called it was actually called the Sambo character. Uh, the the old man, the Uncle Remus character, you know, from you know the the stuff regarding what was the song of the South, like Samuel Jackson's character and Ringo, Rango or Django. Yes, yes. Uh, th- th- those were stereotypes that kind of passed down to uh, as an imagination of how slavery was, but those stereotypes were never real. So it's just a Hollywood, basically. In a, in a nutshell, right? But but is Hollywood, you know, yeah, the, those portrayals are they manifestations of again this false, uh, this false reality created? Yes, where it's kind of drilled in your brain. That's and, a good thought. That's and, a good thought. I didn't think about that. Um, what about the birds aren't real? I don't know the origin. I know of I know of the theory. I know of the theory of the birds aren't real. I just don't know where it came from. Because I've seen birds. Yeah, I've seen birds, too. My cat killed a bird the other day. First thing I ever killed when I was, I don't know how old I was. I I got a BB gun. I was aiming for it. I guess in my heart and heart, I didn't think I was going to shoot it. Or I didn't think about what happens when I shot it. And mm-hmm. I shot one. I aimed and shot, and it died and shattered my heart. I was just devastated. I killed a bird. Um, I'm a duck hunter. I mean, I just, okay, maybe... W- w- Let's read the origin of it before I get please, into please, thinking. Please, let's. I, I got I'm, I'm about to. I gotta know. Okay, so birds aren't real is a satirical conspiracy theory. Is it satirical? Which posits what is it? Posits posits that birds are actually drones operated by the United States government to spy on American citizens. In 2018, journalist Rachel Roberts described birds aren't real as a joke that thousands of people are in on. It, is it a joke? Cause I, I feel like, I feel like people are taking it serious. Uh, one, I hope so. 
I, I mean, is I it the theory that every bird isn't real, or is it a theory that maybe they like put some out there with birds to blend in? I, I, I can kind of wrap my head around that for a sad, uh, weird I, movie. I, 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 I'm trying to. One one thing that I'm I'm trying having trouble with on this is um, if this I mean if you put this out there as a joke, uh, what what's the punchline? <laughs> right? Uh, what, what's the gain? Just yeah. to throw a wrench in the mix? Like what is it? <laughs> I need to stop saying that. I use that example too much. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, do, do you sit around with your friends? It's like, hey, hey, watch this. Watch watch this one. It really is because, like I said before, when I was scared to share stuff, like. Some people go down the deep rabbit holes. Some people can't differentiate between like where to draw the line on not turning everything into conspiracy theories. And for example, like over 12 million pe- Americans believe lizard people run our country. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Now, all right, where do they get, where do they find the 12 million? It's probably forms and stuff. I, I mean, and, and what, I thought what, it was two million. I mean, what, last, what, what, last, when what, I did the podcast before, it was two million. But I mean, I, I have never filled out that survey. With, with well, that's like on everything when they do political census on on, who, on approval ratings. Like, I don't know, how do you how do we know that? Where do they get this data from? I mean, it, I mean, it becomes an estimation. I mean, and then the in fine print at the very bottom, based off a thousand people or something. Yeah. Like, who who chooses a thousand people? Now, I I have been called on one political survey. Uh, that that was fun, because I because I've never been called on one before, but but other these other surveys I I have not. But as for, let's give them a, a out of five tinfoil hats. I would give the Mandela effect probably a three tinfoil hat because it's just fun and it's entertaining. I, I I get that one. Yes, birds aren't real. It's like a one. It's like how how are you? I've killed birds. Like I've seen birds. Yes, I'm I'm sorry. I, like what's the game? Why don't they just put cameras up? They have satellites. Like, why why birds? So that's like a one. Out of one tenth of how to have five. Now what about the Holocaust deniers? And let me let me reiterate, not the fun conspiracy theory. Yeah, not not the fun conspiracy. Not yeah. the fun conspiracy theory. I was bringing this up satirically in the in the realm that we're talking about it right now at work at some point and i started just like talking about it and just like i was thinking about like what separates this and this and this i started like answering questions and i was like how many people how many how many jews were killed six million Mm -hmm. six million jews killed and i was like how long the war like five five years well that that started 37 38 uh, up to 45 yeah okay so and then i did the math and i did they just killed jews is the six million just jews no, uh, uh, Poles and Gypsies. Yes. Okay, so it's, but it's but, like not prisoners of war. It's just people they put in concentration camps. Six million. Mm-hmm. So I did the math, and that was like I forgot. I did the math at the time, so it was five years, and I was like six million. It was like two hundred and seventy-five a day. And I thought about it, and like I'm not denying it. I'm I'm not denying. It. I was yeah. just wrapping my head, and I'm well aware that I'm ignorant on certain dates, timelines. The amount of concentration camps, all of the above, but I, I think I had like five. I did five. It's like if they had five concentration camps in the time frame, there's like killing 275 a day. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Did they actually do that? Yes. That's insane. Yes. Like just wrapping my head around it, 
Like, if they were, why? Like, what? I know that a lot of it was like they were doing like medical research on them and stuff and, and cheap labor, but like. No, it wasn't labor. It, it was an eradication. It was. And it, like, imagine if they would have focused, take, you know, okay, maybe we could like put this in the war effort. You think we'd all be speaking German? <laughs> no. You don't think they stand a chance? All it took us to get in the war. Uh, had, had they crossed, had they crossed the English Channel? Uh, yeah, the two two mistakes that were were made, you know, from from a German perspective on the on the war. I'm just talking about strategically. All right, one. Uh, had had they had they crossed the English Channel, and once they once they uh, joined forces or allowed Japan. You know the joint joint forces that automatically kind of puts us into into the the mix of it, all right? Because the pu- public opinion back then was to stay out, right? right. We just got World War One, like we well, well so did, so did all of they, right? But but that's their problem. But <laughs> it, and to a degree, I mean, isn't that how how a lot of us are? I mean, as, as the United States, I mean, it's kind of an oxymoron. We are united on the idea that we're a nation, but we're the only nation in the world in which the word state and nation don't mean the same thing. Right. We're like, we're the world's police. Yeah. But, but did we, I mean, you, you and I are from, from Louisiana. All right. When, when it comes to her or of hurricanes, we, we concentrate. I mean, we know how long it took for Katrina, you know, the recovery. Right. But for the rest of the country, like after the cameras left, oh, it must be over. Right. Because we, we only, we only, if it captures our attention, we we do have a kind of a uh, a fickle uh, ADHD society where, <laughs> where if something's in front of us, all right, now we care about it. But once it's you know out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, they know that too. They play us like fiddles. But um, at the same at the same time, once once uh, Japan Japan became involved, we're the only threat to Japan. I mean, the only thing separating between us and Japan is, uh, and this is going back to 1900, is is water. All right. Uh, once and once we had kind of inched our way over there with with Hawaii and the Philippines and Midway Islands, you know, we are still accessing and going back to the same idea of Columbus and all the explorers, where the still the goal was to reach Asia. Well, if we become the meat between the uh, between a German and Japan sandwich. There's there is no was no possible way then uh, that we could protect both both borders if they were to both cross the ocean and uh, we would not be able to probably be, be able to do a successful counterattack until until both or both both sides are on the interior. All right, uh, their their other mistake was uh, the non-aggression pact with, with with the Soviet Union because they. They had agreed to to split Poland. Stalin and Hitler had the agreement. When uh, the British and the French declared war on on Germany, they did so with the idea that the Soviet Union was going to uh, join them because that's what had happened in World War One. Uh, and without an Eastern Front, Germany versus the Soviet Union. Then all focus as appeasement had been done, 
Germany was able to inch closer and before before uh, France could stop them. And again, just an English Channel away from England, from uh, them controlling England. Once they open the Eastern Front, they're now preoccupied with with the Soviets. They are preoccupied, uh, you know, throughout with all that they are doing. But if you are a person in in the United States hearing about these atrocities, mm-hmm. would you believe that that was that that actually could be done to someone else? No, it sounds it seems like a, like a, a movie. I mean, it it seemed it because we we've had I mean there was reason for skepticism because well, not, no hold on now yeah. you say that I have a theory and it's not even a theory because of how skeptical I am oh yeah him this guy no oh, yeah I I think it's the most laughable thing it's almost like it's almost like he, he's on a he's on a queue it's like okay. Uh, tensions with Russia's at, at a low, a, a null right now, or they're, they're Iraq or Afghanistan's kind of boring. Um, we need a distraction. Hey, Kim Jong Un, I need you to pretend to do the, like. And then he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna attack you with my bottle rockets." Like, like we don't have satellite like imagery and surveillance on every single nuclear site on the planet. Like, it's it's it's. It's crazy. I think I think North Korea is just the boogie public boogeyman number one when they don't have anyone, and it's almost like a CIA state. No, I, I and I, I don't agree with that. I, I or used that, as it. Okay, that, that's possible. How right. do we know he said that? I don't see any public pub, like. Well, you have. How do we know that? How do we know that he plans on doing that? No, I don't know what his plans are. You get what I'm saying? When they come out and they said Kim Jong Un is is sending. This to his nuclear wanting to attack us. How do we know that? But that, but that was the entire basis behind the Cold War. You, I mean, one thing that well, let's go factual. Okay. Okay. Our economy was never better than it was with Reagan. During no, during World War One. Okay, oh, well, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back I'm to sorry, Reagan. You, you, you did. You, okay. Sorry. With World War One. Where were you? Who did you, you say? Like Soviet, dur- during right? during like during the the first world war. Okay, okay. At that time, our our economy had never been better. Uh, then the 1920s happened. Economy never been better. Then it crashed. All right. World War Two. Economy had never been better than it had been during during World War Two. Okay, so we know something that was not true in in past. That war and war manufacturing, because if you have if you have people who are fully engaged, you have people who are now in, almost fully employed. Okay, you have benefits. You have uh, you have everything geared towards one goal. Very beneficial. Okay. Now you mentioned Reagan, Reaganomics, nineteen eighties, or the next successful decade, nineteen fifties. All right, Eisenhower, mil- military industrial industrial complex. All right, you go to the nineteen eighties. Even though we had deregulation and what was called we call supply side of Reaganomics, we still spent on military uh, infrastructure and mil- military expenditures like we were in a hot war. Right, and that pretty much was is the model still adopted adapted into 
Every what? I don't think they have a budget. It's, I think it's laughable when they say they have a budget. I'm like, oh, they spent over six hundred and something billion dollars. I'm like, they probably spend twice that. But but that's there are always two ways for for to unite people together. One's a common goal. One's a common enemy. Which one is easier to create? Fair. All right, and that's and throughout the Cold War, what. The space race, you know, all all that was going on between the Soviet Union and the United States. I love that term. Hold on. I love that yes. term. Space race. Yes. Space race. Going to the moon landing. It's a space race that no one's ever finished second in. Well, and when you... I've heard someone bring that point up, and I was like, I like that. That sounds good. Well, the, and the whole idea that you have throughout that is you're trying to convince your people that they know more than they yeah. actually did. While they're doing the exact same thing for you, yeah, pretty much. I mean, whenever, whenever you in, in competition, I mean, do you want you never want to play down your opponent, right? Yeah, you, know, you always want to give them. You don't want to play them up too much because you don't want to be intimidated, right? But you don't want to overlook them. Exactly. But you, every opponent that I have, they can beat me. They can, they they have some skill. I got to recognize that, right? Right. But. Sometimes, in that coach speak, where, yeah, where you are playing people up that you know you're going to beat, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's it. It's all it's all perspective and public view vision, but yeah, no. I like how we 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 dabbled into topics. I I would like to go deeper and longer on one. Um, shoot, we already I already put a public announcement. We're going to be a little late going live, but um, yeah, wrapping up. We will uh, still want to get back to the pro wrestling sometime. I mean, does that book you? It does. My favorite thing, people, uh, there's like memes or like little gifs where people, or not gifs, I guess they're little shorts talking like, about jiffies. If, if, yeah, jiffies. <laughs> Cringe. Um, saying if, if, res, if, re, if wrestling isn't real, then explain this. And it's something like it's a wrestling clip where it's terrible. Uh, I think it was one where there's a little person flipping these people over and stuff. It was funny. I know what you're thinking. That was a great story. Yeah, I know. I forgot what it was about. Look, at some, at some point we got we got to bring up uh, Chelsea's own, you know, pro wrestler Corey Hollis. Oh, Corey Hollis, my man. Yes, I haven't. He's still going. Uh, yeah, he he got back into it uh, in in uh, in January. Okay, that's uh, what. It's, at some point, I'll tell you. I'll get to tell you a story. Like this after after the pandemic, I went with Corey to what could only be, be described as a parking lot full of of former Kmart shop shoppers. Nice. Uh at for a wrestling show and I was selling his t shirts for him. <laughs> and little did I know that I was that like the table that I was at was gonna be part of the show. Uh that was fun. That's awesome. It was a fun experience. That's awesome. Did it break? They flipped it over on me and did I, they ruin any of his merch? I had to pick it all up. Yeah, that would piss me off. Yeah. I sold one shirt that night though. Uh, I'd have bought one. Well, I, I was the one that bought it. Hey, Dad, we're getting some, we're gonna have some t-shirts. These yeah. are gonna be sick. This will be awesome. We're gonna have to get some t-shirts coming. But it's on me. Okay, give me your favorite conspiracy. Ooh. I want one's fine, but give me one that you think is like what I said, kind of far fetched, silly, entertaining, and not fun, like the the Holocaust, because it's not fun. And give me maybe give me like your favorite like one you think that's like real like the 
or not real, but that's big, like top ones, like JFK assassination, the moon landing. Uh, they changed the course of America. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yes. Um, this episode was t- t- a bit different. We're going to keep tweaking it. Uh, we, I want to go deep. So give me, I want, I want to hear what y'all want to hear from first. So give me your favorite conspiracy that we can deep dive in. Um, so I would love to go on, deep on all conspiracy, especially the ones I just listed because I have and have a plethora of knowledge in here that just needs to come out. But until then, I ne- think that's going to do it, my dude. Next week. Episode next installment. Are we doing we're beneath the yellow brick road next week? What's it called? What are we what are we covering? You got a name for it yet? If not, don't worry about it. No, we'll we'll go the, the change the change to, t- to Technicolor. The change to Technicolor. Yeah, from one cyclone to the next. Oh, that that's that, that's what we're doing. One cyclone to the next. You got it. Okay, so installment number two of beneath the yellow brick road, cyclone to cyclone. One cy- oh, I like that one too. Yeah. One cyclone to the next. Mm-hmm. One cyclone to cyclone. You'll see it. You'll see it get leaked. Yes. It is what it is. If you enjoyed what you heard, please go rate and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, any of the apps that you enjoy your podcast on. I'm there. So give us a subscribe or a follow, whatever it is on those apps. Also, go subscribe and like on those social media. I'll be posting shorts there. I'll be hopefully hearing from you guys on what you want to hear. And. And that's going to be it, guys. Deuces. You've been listening to the True Skeptic Podcast. Our passion is to piece together the puzzles of conspiracies, declassified documents, cover-ups, and secrets. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, to contact the show, send us an email at trueskepticpodcast at gmail.com. True is spelled T-R-U. Find us on YouTube and Facebook at true-skepticpodcast. And on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at trueskepticpodcast. We are your third eye. And we're always watching.